Thanks so much for downloading the Nightcap podcast. We appreciate the support and we'd love to know that you are enjoying the pod. And now you can become a proud member of the Nightcap podcast tribe. Along with our weekly catch-ups and up-and-coming series with more amazing guests, we've created some bespoke Nightcap podcast clothing, which you can get online now. We've teamed up with our friends at T-Mill to create t-shirts and hoodies in various sizes, colours and fits for both men and women. Yeah, we chose T-Mill for several reasons. They make these clothes with 100% natural materials using organic materials that are better for the environment. They use the sun and wind to power the production of these products, plus they will send you your order in packaging made from plants, not plastics. And the best thing is they look great and they feel great. You can just tell their quality so there's no knockoff merch here. Yeah, it's as simple as this. Go to thenightcap.tmill.com. That's thenightcap.tmill.com to order your Nightcap podcast merch now. And welcome to the Nightcap. Myself and Paul upstairs at Seoul, as always, having a coffee and a catch-up. Uh, recording a bit earlier this week. It's Tuesday, the 11th of July. How you doing, mate? You okay? I'm all right, mate. Yeah, yeah. It's always, a, it's always a lot. It's weirder doing this on a Tuesday because obviously Salt's closed. Yeah, and it's just, so it's just a lot less silent. You just hear the humming of machines and yeah, things. Yeah, but I, it's like, I like it because it's like peaceful and it's quiet. Yeah. But then also I miss like, you know, a few bubbling stoves yeah. and stuff about. It sort of adds to the atmosphere <laughs> of being does. in a proper kitchen. Yeah, we've got loads of stuff to cover today. Uh, top fives as always, top five takeaways. We've got a few bits of correspondence. Chat GBT menus, which is chat GBT seems to be like the buzzword of 2023 so far. But uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that a little bit. Firstly, though, you had a little treat last week, didn't you? Off to I did. It was very, that. very last minute things. Mm. My sort of week. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like leaving my week open at the moment with knowing I'll be in London or doing this, that yep. and the other. And just so I can be reactive to change. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I had meetings and I had a busy week, but I just had a bit of a window. And my 40th last year, I had a um, voucher for Watley Manor, like a spa voucher and that, and then some vouchers to spend on like food or whatever. Mm. Um, and I need to use it by <laughs> fucking August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just before August. So I was like, Shit, I need to book it in. So I messaged Ricky, the chef now, yeah. who took over from Niall. Yeah. And uh, I was like, look, I need to get in. When can I When can I get in? And then I, I just had a window and I was like, right, go in. Yeah, on my own. Fair play, man. Spa, full body massage. Oh, I love a spa day. I do love a spa day. <laughs> Honestly, anyone, listen, if you've not had a spa day, it's not just for girls. No. Spa day is class. Oh, with you. Especially with on you. your own. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just, it's almost slightly meditative, isn't it? So I don't want to talk to anyone. Yeah. I just I want to be just, by myself. Like, you know. It took me, as I was texting Marie, and I was like struggling to switch off, to be honest, because my head's just so busy at the moment. Mm. And I was like really struggling to relax. And it took about an hour and a half to really switch off because I was like, yeah, yeah. I was Jittery. in the sun lounger and I was like just up and down and, yeah, you know, yeah. and I was going to pool going this. But I did manage to relax a bit and the massage helped. But yeah, I'll just sit there by the pool, inside, outside, bit of a jacuzzi, True. you right. know, have a beer, yeah, yeah. have a massage. And then, yeah, That's it's so nice. just, oh, it's so good. Is it, was it busy, like in and around those, like the pool areas and stuff? Was it like? No, no, it's only a few no. couples, yeah. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, because that can be the other, you know, when you do those sorts of days and it's like a bit heaving, you start to feel a little bit like self-conscious, a bit like, oh. I've been to some before where it's a thought. nice spa, but they've gone a bit mainstream and it's like, there's loads of kids there. And I'm like, no. Oh, no. I did no. not fucking order this. No, I didn't order well, kids. I came in to get away from <laughs> yeah. that shit. <laughs> it's 
not other kids. Yeah, no. jumping and it's that you know, and they're not being naughty or really no, disruptive. Yeah. It's just they're there. Yeah, and it's the, there's a noise and a lot of activity, and mm. it's like, no, I don't need this energy. Yeah, the kids are almost a reminder of normal life, aren't yeah. they? There in that situation, you just want to you want to be in a bubble. You want to yeah. be like completely away from it. Exactly. But you got to that place eventually. Yeah, I got there, chilled out, and then nice. I ate there at night. Um, uh, stayed over. Um, so thank you to Sue Williams, the GM. They you know looked after me with a room and stuff. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah food was incredible. Like Ricky's a great chef. Uh-huh. Um, he used to be head chef for Nile and then took over when Nile moved on. Yeah. Um, but I've known Ricky for years since since when he was at Sats. Oh really? Yeah. Just I ra- didn't know that. Randomly, really. Um, well, I met him at, and he reminded me of this story when we had a beer afterwards. Um, I met him at um, South Lodge Hotel. He was working at the Pass when Matt Gillen was there. Oh, okay. So I know Matt Gillen and I was there with my old two chef when I was at Mallory because we were going fishing the next day. So we stayed there and had a meal with Matt. And then Ricky come over, serve some food. And he's like, oh, Matt told me to come and speak to you because I'm starting at Saturdays in a couple of months. What what should I expect? <laughs> and I said, expect the, the first three months to be the toughest three months of your career. <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> himself. Don't, don't sugarcoat it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. And, but I did give him more context and explained more around it and said that, you know, it's just... You know, SAT will really test you and push you in a real good way. And yeah. it's like you're getting through that and then you kind of like made it. It's, it's difficult to articulate, really. It's not like being accepted or anything. It's just set the stall up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Set the stall up. This is tough. You, can you get through this? There's going to be pressure and focus on you mm. and attention, etc. And then, you know, once you're through that, then you're, you're sort of part of the team almost. There's, there's no fast track in that. No. It's there. Because I suppose it doesn't matter whether it's Sats or somewhere else. It's like there is just that shit first few rungs of the ladder. Yeah. That is almost a rite of passage to go through. Yeah. You know. Exactly. It's tough, I guess. And uh, I said it was, wasn't it? And he's like, yeah, it fucking was. <laughs> <laughs> but he's so thankful. And he's glad yeah. I told him that. Yeah, and yeah. it was good advice because he was kind of prepared. And he said, did, didn't get like, it wasn't like, oh, God, it's easy now. It was like, it kind of... Um, sort of mellowed became down. Normal, and, yeah, it became well. normal, yeah, it came normal, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, but then after that, I remember it was 2016, just before I opened here, I was doing National Chef of the Year, mm. semi-finals in um, Sheffield. And I phoned John from Sats. I was like, man, I need a commie. Like, my guys that I'd had couldn't do it and stuff. I need one of your guys, like, just someone good. He's like, oh, yeah, you'll speak to Ricky. Mm. And then I was like, oh, I'm, I've met Ricky. So he came to Sheffield with me, commented for me, and then he oh, did the final nice. in London with me, oh, stayed at mine. And, oh, yeah, wow. so, yeah, he was, um, yeah, coming, and he was a great support for me. That's um, amazing. In that. I mean, I bombed in that National Chef of the Year final. <laughs> I'd come second the year before, and I, went, I just was not prepared. I didn't have a restaurant. I was borrowing equipment and then from friends and bits and bobs and then it, you know ethan was due imminently i think he was born about a week after yeah. um trying to get this restaurant open it just wasn't in a good place yeah, to yeah. do the national chef of the year so i just didn't do well in the final Fair. um i just didn't practice didn't practice once at all i did, really? did wow. the dishes a little bit at home yeah you know yeah, not sure. in the right environment but did them individually yeah. Didn't do a run through, so I think I did well considering <laughs> all of those adversities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, so I've known Ricky since then, so it's good. It's really good to see him where he is now, running such a high end kitchen hotel. Well, obviously, because he was there when Nar was there. Yeah, he, he knew the ropes, knew the kitchen, knew the team, whatever. But it's a different type of pressure to then step up and fill. Though you know, sometimes sometimes it can be easier or harder 
coming in afresh mm. to a new place at a, and you reinvent yourself a bit. But yeah. but as we all know, it's that slightly awkward thing of like one day he's your mate and he's next to you. Yeah. Then the next day he's the button. You're like he's he's got a yeah. Not bit, but yeah, there's a I bit of a mean. social dynamic shift yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. And um, he like I speak to Ricky about it as well because I noticed from afar his food changed completely, like almost overnight. Um, which wow. I think he had to do. Like Niall's food was very Niall. Um, it was you know heavily Asian, like Korean influence from his time at Bennu, mm-hmm. um, and it was it was very unusual at the time in a proper country house manor hotel yeah. to have that kind of food. Uh-huh. Um, so Ricky just you know he he took it completely the other way and cooked the sort of food he wanted to do and almost yeah like i said changed overnight the team stayed with him um you know and took it back to you know british produce british farming and like french british style mm. cuisine with modern influences really so yeah, yeah it's a brave change to do that yeah, they had two stars enough. and he was like well we're gonna lose them both yeah but he retained the one straight away which was great yeah fair play to him yeah. and what was your you know was there any Dishes, moments within the meal that really stood out to you? Yeah, there was. There was, it was this Wagyu dish with um, this little consomme and a little beef and jasmine tea served Ooh, with it. And the beef and jasmine wow. tea is beautiful. You know, it's like on the side, not like... Yeah, just on yeah, the side yeah. in like um, like an espresso glass. You know, the ones that they're wall, walled so that you don't feel the heat. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah it, the, I thought the tea was just stunning. Those sort of things when you jasmine tea with like a beef tea mm. like to balance that yeah you know, it shows a lot of skill um lamb dish with this lemon verbena again you know lemon verbena is a big wow, strong yeah. bold flavor yeah and pairing it with lamb it's so easy like people fuck up lemon verbena all mm. the time because sure. it's so easy to over egg it but just beautiful balance throughout the food yeah oh lovely yeah, yeah. but all, all dishes that this plum one he does at the end which is he said it's a bit of a stayed with him the whole time mm. um like preserves the plums and serves it most of the year round oh, um, that's cool. that was stunning as well yeah, but yeah. yeah loads of little snacks little snacks in the kitchen as oh, well i love that no, i yeah. thought it was lovely lovely yeah. lovely meal yeah oh, so cool i'm very jealous yeah. I, you know i wanted to go there obviously when nile was there and obviously it's been reinvented and much, i was but. i was on my own and i i fully wanted to eat on my own as well and <laughs> Um, you love a meal by yourself as well and uh, i did i did kind of feel a bit a bit bad just random coincidence so claire bossy um he used to be married to claude bossy yeah yeah um so she runs the chef magazine now Mm -hmm. and known her for years and she's great and she's you know really supportive of the industry she was there eating she whatsapp me while i was in the room watching the cricket (laughs) (laughs) yeah um, yeah england cricket i was absorbed in that she was i'm eating tonight with sue williams who's the gm do you want to sit with us and oh, I was like, I do, but I, I really sorry, don't. I said, look, and I really appreciate the offer, but I genuinely just, I need some time alone. It's been yeah. been a long time and I just, oh, I just need this. Fair play that you stepped to that because yeah. I, I would have been so tempted to be like the British politeness. Like, oh yeah, of course. Thanks so much for the invite. Oh. Well, I was so nearly there. And then yeah. I would have, I know I would have, even though I would have had a lovely time with yeah, you would have, both, yeah. you know, really nice women, great you know, figureheads in the industry. Would have had a great chat, a great catch up. But I know I would have been a bit of me resenting myself afterwards. Like oh, you, you wanted to be alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fair. No, Especially now, you know, I do a lot of little bits on my own, and I really see the value in it. So mm. I would have like kicked myself if I didn't. Yeah, fair yeah. play, man. Oh, is it? Is there always a come down when you come back from that? You're just like, oh, pop the bubble <laughs> back into it. Not really. No, I think take it for what it is. Um, you know, I'm fortunate to have many sort of great dining and staying away experiences and. Yeah, man. It's interesting. There's always stuff to look forward to. So no, it was just straight back into being busy, really. Yeah. More busy with London at the moment. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, so close now, isn't it? 
Oh, very exciting. Um, let's let's chat about ChatGPT. Mm-hmm. Um, this was uh, we've talked about it actually a couple of times on the podcast, but we got a really interesting message from a guy called Matt on Instagram. Thanks for messaging us, mate. Saying hi, guys. Been listening from the first season. Great podcast. I'm wondering on what you think influences AI will have in the industry from branded places to top end places. I downloaded ChatGPT the other day to have a play around. And these were the results of asking it to create a seasonal menu. So then he sent us the screen grabs. Yeah. And this was, I mean, so just just in case anyone's never used ChatGPT yeah. before or doesn't know what it is, it's, it's like a cross between just a Google search engine and then like your Amazon Alexa. But it interacts with you in a, in, in a way I guess we've never seen before in terms of it's very personal, it's extremely what's the, like intuitive yeah. to the questions you ask and you can you can ver- be extremely specific and it'll pull information from the world wide web mm. it does say it's not always 100% accurate yeah. but it will it will present it in a way that looks just really legit it basically like an imposter yeah um so yeah this is the this is the seasonal menu i'll quickly whiz through it because it's it's pretty but yeah. i mean it sounds very legit so starters pea and mint soup with creme fraiche uh, asparagus and goat cheese tart, smoked salmon with lemon, dill and cream cheese, grilled halloumi salad with watercress and strawberries, broad bean and feta bruschetta with mint, with mint pesto. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's mad when you sent me this over, um, like looking at it, it's, it's mad. Like, I mean, you know how I feel about AI. I hate yeah. it. Like, and I'm just like really sort of holding off away <laughs> from it. Um, I do, I not saying the technology is not amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's funny when as soon as I read this menu, it was like reading menus from late nineties, early noughties <laughs> in yeah. a sort of two rosette kind of yeah. bistro back then. Yeah, exactly. Um, that, and yeah. again, the things like you could just pull it apart straight away, like you know, five starters, and you both of them got two of them have got mint on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's like crossover there, and then I think with the mains, there's minted peas and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, sorry. there's loads of it's set, loads of the same like sort of like yeah, minted pip. PPRA, grilled lamb chops, pan-seared sea bass with wilted spinach and Jersey Royals. Just even the way it's written, it's yeah. so early noughties. Yeah. yeah, it shows you like it's pulling its information, but loads of recent stuff that's maybe not on there. Like it's pulling encyclopedic knowledge yeah. of what seasonal menus are like. Chicken and asparagus risotto with parmesan crisps, roasted beetroot and goat's cheese salad with honey, glazed walnuts, spinach and ricotta stuff, portobello mushrooms with balsamic reduction. That is the most, that's the most <laughs> Just like, the word balsamic, balsamic reduction, reduction. Yeah, honestly sends a quiver up my yeah. spine. Balsamic reduction, just that epitomizes me like working in a pub at 14. Yes. Is that, that sticky, horrible, yeah. on every dish somewhere. Generally somehow. really shit. Because if you have to reduce that balsamic, mm. then it's bad yeah. balsamic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you should be just using aged stuff as is. I actually, I just remembered like thinking about it then. That stuff was so horrible and sticky. But you know, like how um, with certain dishes or desserts, they might just put a little bit of butter or something underneath a thing or whatever to stop it moving. Yeah. They used to do that with the balsamic <laughs> place. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it'd be like sandwiches, yeah. salad, and then crisps in a little dish. Yeah. And they yeah. would stick the dish to the plate with the balsamic glaze. <laughs> the customer glaze. moves it and yeah. you see shit everywhere. <laughs> we used to, like, in the early days when we were, you know, I worked in some, you know, in my early, early career, some pony places. And, like, when you're reducing a big load of balsamic... Mm. 
um, you just get waiters go, oh, come, smell this. And you're pretending to smell it and waft it in your face. And they just take a deep breath and just start crying <laughs> instantly. It was a great so, trick. Yeah. Oh, mate. Yeah, balsamic glaze. Uh, lastly, desserts on this AI menu. Strawberry eating mess with fresh whipped cream and meringue. Rhubarb custard tart with ginger crumb, lemon and elderflower posset. Shortbread biscuits. Summer berry palava with vanilla bean cream and warm cherry clafouti. I do love a clafouti yeah. with almond ice cream. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, there are holes in it where it wouldn't make sense as a menu. But, but at what, the same you, what time, are you ordering off that start a main dessert? Good question. I'm going from the ChatGPT restaurant. <laughs> There's got to be, if anyone's got a good name for a ChatGPT restaurant, like with a pun in there or something, that'd be great. Yeah, with AI that'd be great. in it. Or it I'd have to, there's got I'd have there's to put something. some thought to it. Um, what's the. Is the Smoked salmon, yeah. Smoked salmon with lemon and I'm having that cheese. I'm going for that. It's either the rest of all got cheese. In. Yeah, you're not having those. Yeah. Then for the main, I'm probably gonna go oh, lamb chops. The rest seems a little bit meh to me. Chicken and asparagus. Chicken and asparagus well. also. So gash. Yeah. Awful. I just know. I just know it. How it's done as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Dreadful. <laughs> in those, you know, back in the day when it was poorly cooked. <laughs> Uh, and then, oh, uh, dessert, definitely rhubarb and custard tart with ginger crumb. Cause I love yeah. Rhubarb, I, do, I do like an eat a mess, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's my mum's signature dessert. Is like, it? we've had it the past few times. Like, in summer, roast go out the window, and even if it's raining, we're barbecuing or grilling <laughs> outside and that. Um, and yeah, past few times, it's eat a mess. Yeah. But like last time, she was like, I'm not breaking up the meringue, I'm going to put it in the bottom, you break it up yourself. <laughs> and then it's cream, strawberries, Did she make berries. The Nah, 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 nah. but it's banging though. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that's great. Outside eating mess, it's lovely. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm with you. I think the desserts have come out best in this menu. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I know what you mean. There's holes in it. There's whatever. But I think for 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 a uh, what's the polite way of saying this? I think if an average person that was going to a pub and w- were someone who's not inclined to go to Michelin star places or you know. They would look at that menu on a pub and in a pub and think, "Oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, completely yeah. fine." I, yeah, I, you normal. know, if I saw it in a pub, I'd be like, "Yeah, that seems yeah. like legit." But I could, could, but I, you know how I feel about AI in that yeah, terms yeah, of yeah. like the fear of it stripping away creativity and taking, yeah, sure. not, taking jobs as well. But just that again, like, more on the creativity side, and yeah, you know, it's stunting, isn't it? Kids and like if they're getting using it and you know for work sort of things and not thinking, their development's going to be out the window. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, but you know, I think at this stage, head chefs shouldn't have anything to worry about because if you can't write a menu better than that, is you should not be a head chef. That's a good like, point. So if you can't pick here, pick the things apart that shouldn't be in there. Yeah, you shouldn't be a head chef. What I think, um, because it's so easy to use and it's so intuitive, I think what it does do sometimes is I can imagine, say, say there's a chef out there, he's like, he's creating his menu, it's a couple of things not quite right, and then he, he get it's almost like a, a, a cheap, like, if I can just fast track, you know, a way to figure out yeah. how to do a certain dish, or I'll just ask this how to do it, or can they just design? I can imagine people falling victim to it because in their mind they're like oh, i just don't i don't i'm not sure they question themselves or they're insecure about what they can do so if they do it on there they're like yeah i can see yeah. that happening yeah i can as well because you know ultimately a large percent of people are lazy yeah, and yeah. will just do anything they can yeah and true. probably don't have the pride around you know their role um which is you know it's disappointing mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but um, like some people that defend it would say things like, because I've, I've spoke to people that kind of defend it, like, we're saying it like searching Google, it's just doing it for you. But it's not, like that's a method of research, Yeah, you know. And it's, it's in the same way of like, you know, because this is why chefs will use it because it's been done for years and you see it on Instagram all the time and this makes me cringe. And there might be people... Um, out there that have done this so no, no apologies from me <laughs> um, they'll have a pile of books sometimes my book's been in it because I see it because I'm tagged in it and yeah. it'll be like say my book maybe French Laundry book a Satbane's book and then um, I don't know fucking Bennu so, so very yeah. random different styles of cuisine pile of them like that bit of paper maybe a map book new menu writing today yeah, that fucking kills me. It's fucking awful. Like books are great purpose for research, but yeah. and you can see how some chefs have written. Yeah, many. Oh, I'm going to take that component, that component. They're not actually thinking and creating. Mm. They're just taking bits. Yeah, yeah. So if you're if you're using them properly, researching and learning from them, same as the internet researching. Like I I do now, especially for this book I'm yeah. I'm writing. You know, there's some traditional dishes. I've you know, I've done hours and hours of research just on one dish. It's mm. not like I'm just found a recipe on the internet and all I'm yeah. taking that. Like finding all the different nuances, understanding it, trialing it, seeing what's best, what's historically correct, what's culturally correct and what works for me in the book. Mm -hmm. That's like proper yeah. research and yeah. development. 100%. Whereas you know, just taking something from a book is completely different. So yeah. actually learning it, understanding it, and putting it into practice. Yeah, you're just copying, you're just emulating. Exactly. And, yeah, it's sort of cheap and easy. But I think yeah, people get away with it because, you know, not everyone knows that's how the sausage is made. So it's like yeah. people can get away with it, which is sort of shit. But you know deep down. Yeah. I, yeah, I always, yeah. I, I rely on that probably too much, but I always think, yeah, but you know, and that's the worst. Yeah, and it is. Because so, so many fuckers get away with it. Yeah, they yeah. do. But it's like, it's the fact that... For your own, I don't think people realise the impact it has on themselves when they copy and, and they do that. Sort of, because yeah. they know they know deep down within themselves that they've not really done. So I think that that your esteem is lower than you realise it could be. Your pride, yeah. you know, that, that, that should be enough to make you want to research. Exactly. And it's, it ultimately stunts your own development. Yeah. And, like, and it goes back to the message I've always said. I was saying to my apprentice here recently, it's like, in this industry and... And it happens on every level, the lowest level during service to even what we're talking about now. You'll always be faced with two decisions, the easy one and the hard one. Yeah. The easy one is always the wrong one. Yeah. You know, the easy one being, I'm just going to take these recipes from this book. I'm just going to take these dishes. That's my new menu written. So yeah. that's the wrong decision. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And then on the service, it's like, oh, it's Saturday night. I'm fucking in the weeds. That bit of fish is overcooked. I'm just going to send it and I'll get the next one right. Yeah. You've taken the easy decision. It's the wrong one. Yeah. Always take the hard decision. 100%. And it's always the right road. It's 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 harder to do because it involves effort and doubt. doubt. Can yeah. I do this? What if I fail? It's all yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing a, um, you know, Joe Wicks, the body coach. Yeah. Um, I, I did his plans several years ago and they really, really helped me. I don't do them religiously now, but there's elements of things that he preached about that I genuinely use in my day to day. And I always remember this one thing he was doing during a, a certain like weightlifting exercise when he was like, what you'll find is when you start to get tired without you even thinking it, so this is your body now, mm. your body will adjust to try and find the easier route. Yeah to lift that weight yes that's you right. have to override that and concentrate on the muscles in question to get them to do mm. the work because your body will naturally try and find the easier route yeah and i was like that's really interesting because that's that's not our that's not like our brain that's not like me telling myself that's just my body's natural like natural animal reaction. reaction to find the easy route mm. 
And it's like, but we do that not just physically in that example, but we actually do that in our lives with work or with, you know, we try yeah. to find the easiest route. Like the, what's, the, what's the least amount of pain, the least amount of risk, the least amount of whatever. And I guess it's hard to override that. Some people never do, do they? Yeah, some people, some people don't. And I'm not saying that, you know, easy is always bad. Like I'm talking about when you're faced with these decisions. Yeah. If, the, if there's a simpler method of producing a recipe... And it doesn't affect the end result. Yeah, that, then that's, that's fine. Efficient. But that's, that's very different. That's, that's efficiency. efficiency. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. But yeah, this it's always you're gonna be faced with these decisions, and the hard way is always the best way. But yeah, you like this good analogy with that with the gym because you see people in the gym they they're lifting a weight that's too heavy and the techniques all to piss. Yeah, and they're they're not getting the results yeah, from they're it. They're not. Yeah, use a lighter weight and be more specific, efficient with it, and more yeah. specific, and yeah. it's gonna do more. Yeah, so true. Oh, getting deep today. Love this. Uh, this is great. Uh, thanks so much for your correspondence as well, by the way. We had a few comments this week. We got a review from... Don't have the name. Bulls. Saying, cracking as always, guys. Listening since day one. Always superb. Disappointed to hear that Glyn didn't make the top five highlights. Yeah. But like we said at the time, they were so all good. So many highlights. There's, Genuinely is so many highlights, yeah, isn't so there? So many. And Glyn was just all round brilliant, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. We'd had, a, we'd had to cancel with him a few times because of different things. Then it was in and out of the very beginning of lockdown, I think. Yes, that's right. A couple of years ago now. But I mean, he's just a legend. Yeah, absolutely, he's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, cheers. Keep up the good work and good luck with, with Grassfed. Thank you to oh, whoever sent that. Thank in. you. Uh, we had a comment as well from, oh, I love this one. I think you sent this to me actually, mate, from a guy called Craig who was eating downstairs here at Salt mm. and uh, commented that he was disappointed to not see any side boob. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which for uh, new listeners, side boob is like a phrase that I think we've perfectly coined from when you get like a lovely bit of meat or something and then you drape, I don't know, some braised bit cabbage, cabbage over, over it. it. So yeah. you, you could just see a bit of meat. Just a bit of areola. Like, <laughs> not full nipple. <laughs> just a bit of side boob. Yeah. It's great. It's perfect. <laughs> side boob is just, yeah. I love the idea that, you, that any chefs as well could just say, how should we present? The, it was just like, I think we just get the meat, that, that side boob it. Let's go. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And they can know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Oh, fingers crossed. Um, Thanks for all your comments. We really appreciate them. Send them to us at the nightcap underscore pod. Let's finish up as always with some top vibes. This week, I asked Paul to do top five takeaways and specific dishes he would have as part of that takeaway. I'm really excited for this. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, well, we're Brits. We love a takeaway. Exactly. Or as they say in America, takeout. Um, so, before we do this, because I was doing... I knew mine, and I knew my number one first. Okay, uh, and I've gone that like a lot with us actually, doesn't it? We know our number one, and we're really sorting out two to five. At yeah, this point. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> sort the peripherals out. Yeah, but I was just looking into it. I just like interesting, really, about top takeaways around the world, how they differ from here mm. around the world. And there was a survey done in 2020, which is probably a good time to do it because most of the world was having takeaways, right? Yeah. So this is all based on Google takeaway searches around the world so it's quite accurate data okay. apparently so i'll go through on yeah country by country just a few and okay, see what cool. you think is the biggest takeaway in that country Ooh, okay. so uk uk i'm just i'm going to probably lean on stereotypes throughout this quiz yeah yeah and say fish and chips okay no, no. you're probably best staying away from stereotypes. Oh, yeah, there's a little really? hint. So UK is Chinese. Chinese. Right. Interesting. So this one, there's two countries that's one really stood out as a surprise for me, but there's two countries um, that I've just picked. So Brazil and Denmark, what is their top takeaway? 
Brazil and Denmark. That is... Okay, Brazil. I'm going to go... I'm going to say Indian. Sushi. Sushi? Sushi, yeah. Brazil. Fuck? It stood out. And yeah. I looked for another one as well. Yeah, that that's their fascinating. Top, top takeaway. I had absolutely no idea. It's a big-ass country as well. So huge it's like, country. Sushi is the biggest. And yeah, I mean, they get anything oh. from um, the Amazon or... <laughs> Wait, that's a, honestly, that has blown me away. I can't even... Yeah, there's a few more surprising on here. Uh, so, Denmark, Denmark sushi as well. Denmark and Brazil are sushi. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, incredible. Um, Italy and France, these are the same. I, they're the sorts of countries that I think I don't even think that they do takeouts. No. Do you know what I mean? I, I just think, oh, no. They're, they're, this one they're... might be a bit easier, but I threw France in as a bit of a curveball. in France I'm trying to think of logic to like why but there's probably not really any logic to it um, there's a bit to this one is there yeah oh, okay I'm gonna go pizza yes yeah pizza the biggest takeaway in the whole world yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that um, makes sense now Turkey now I could only f- Turkey was the only one that had this as their number one really I don't really see it as a takeaway, but this is their number one. Jesus. Okay. Fucking hell. Is it a country specific? Like pizza is obviously a bit more specific. Is it like a country? It's a very, this food is very specific to our country. Okay. Um, I guess it's not, it's not like kebabs. Nope. No, that's very obvious for, it's yeah. not obvious okay. at all. Um, but specific to another country. Fucking hell. This is so hard. But no, you wouldn't think of it as a takeaway. You wouldn't be like, oh, okay. let's have this takeaway. If you tonight. gave me the country, would it give it away? 100%. Like 100%. <laughs> what? European country? Yeah. Massively popular food, but again, not really, not a, really takeaway. a takeaway. It's not a takeaway. <laughs> but it is in Turkey, apparently. I'm so baffled. No, I, you're going to have to give me the country. Pasta. It's pasta. Pasta is Turkey's what? number one takeaway food. No. Like I searched on, on Google mad. for takeaway, yeah. That is um, so Australia might give this away, potentially, but it's also Nigeria, Kenya, and Tanzania. Australia might give it away. Might what? do, yeah, because of a, a population immigration thing. Um, I get it with a Kenya and Tanzania from going there. I never saw it, but I get it. Uh oh um Malaysian food or like is not it like, far off Chinese 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 yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. so like the Kenya Tanzania when I was there there was a lot of Chinese population because oh, they really? built all the roads around a lot of Eastern Africa oh, so no idea brought their food with it interesting Russia and this was the only one that had this but it's not a mad surprise really. Russian, Russian, <laughs> Russian, Putin's food. Uh, Kebab. Whatever Putin gets, serves them. Um, it's not surprising. Uh, well, Chinese, Chinese again. No, kebab. No? Kebab. Oh, it's kebab. kebabs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, just two more. Go on. So India, Botswana, Madagascar, See the Egypt, Indi- Saudi Arabia. It's sort of funny because obviously Indian food is like one of some of the best in the world. So it's sort of funny that the, po- the most this, popular... This threw me. We've, we have said it before okay. um, as a clue. Um, but yeah, 
Is it pizza again? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in India. I guess it's sheer population, isn't it? Must and, be what it is. So they love pizza, yeah. Then the last one, this is most popular in Canada, Fiji, South Africa. Oh, and we haven't mentioned it. Uh, it's not been in these. I've not mentioned it. Okay. I've not. Um, Thai? No. Fish and chips. Fish and chips? Yeah, in South Africa and Fiji. I guess um, Canada's, Canada. Canada's national dish is poutine poutine isn't it and that's chips ah uh, yeah gravy and cheese yeah so i guess chips like uh, yeah it's not what was the other one sorry fiji uh fiji and, and south africa i guess fish and chips i'm imagining rolled up in newspaper with it's not it's not probably the fish and chips <laughs> yeah. that there have been yeah. there but wow that yeah is, so you know, i just found that interesting i thought i'd um, love that. throw it out there yeah really. very good very good that is good pub ammo for people they'll be listening to that taking it away and quizzing everyone on it exactly um right so my top fives then this i kind of went like real just comfort yeah. food that's what takeaway is yeah, to is. me yeah, yeah. like yeah and, and things that we'd have here in this country so only yeah. two two special mentions go on so a kebab like a you know drunken kebab yeah. type thing it's yeah, not something i have yeah. sober often no good point i tend i tend not to have the lamb Donna, not just not a really a fan of it, but mm-hmm. it generally chicken shish, cabbage, onion, chili sauce, garlic mayo, oh, God, and just let that pitter really soak up and get sloppy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. Um, yeah. It was. He talked about it like it was a three star meal. It was a Michael O'Hare, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, His kebab, yeah. Yeah. leaving it in the bag for five minutes yeah. so it's soaked through. He <laughs> wouldn't touch it. <laughs> it had its little soaking let, time, letting all the condensation seep <laughs> into the. Uh, oh fucking hell! Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, I don't think I've ever been into a kebab house during the day sober and ordered a kebab. No, in the evening sober after late night shifts sure. and that, but never, never daytime. Daytime? <laughs> Are they open in the day? <laughs> no. I don't even know. Apart from um, Satsiki on the high street, is quite good. To oh, be honest. But that's not that's closed at like eight. They don't do the drunken kebab thing, course, and yeah, it's yeah. nice. Um, yeah, I've not been there yet. It's, it's good, right, is yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, nice gyros and things. I like love that. gyros yeah. as well. Yeah, Ooh, that could down. be t- that could be today's lunch for oh, me. Lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, good. Good. Right. So last special mention, just because mainly I'm I'm just not a mad fan of the actual place. Um, I'm not one of those chefs who like, oh, what are you doing eating at McDonald's? I don't. Yeah, you know, I don't have anything against it. I don't feed my kids it. Yeah. You know, I hate like when you see families at least once a week go in there yeah, yeah, for yeah. their kids. But yeah. um, and I don't, you know, I don't I hate their burgers. I think they're shite. But mm. um, the breakfast, especially breakfast. with a hangover, that That's double good, sausage yeah. and egg muffin. Yeah. Well, not even with a hangover on a breakfast shift in a hotel. Yeah. You know, used to get like the some of the apprentice guys at Mallory like on the way in I'll bring double egg double sausage egg muffins Mate, if you yeah. want to want to have a good breakfast I shift <laughs> the idea at Mallory Court as well all this, you look in and all the chefs have got double egg McMuffins yeah there'd be hilarious. a couple of us at the back just munching on there you know. <laughs> coffee ready when you're there I'd like to say to them like, if you want to have a good breakfast I want yeah. this yeah, and a coffee ready when I'm there and then set up and we'll have a good day that's that's <laughs> proper now that's good I, I'm not surprised I didn't think you'd have McDonald's in your top five so yeah, well, it's a special mention because I can't just put the whole place in. Yeah, fair. you know, it's just. I mean, their fries are awesome when yeah, they're yeah. hot. Fries are good. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that double sausage and egg McMuffin, and it's the only time I'll ever accept an egg cook like that. If if that's like that <laughs> on my breakfast, I'm You'd gonna be, bounce it off your forehead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sending it back. Yeah, but it's fine in McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. It just the texture works with that muffin. And yeah, you're right. It's weird sausage that. patty. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Right, so into the top five. Top so five. number five. 
and I'm I am genuinely this could be high. I'm salivating right in this. Just wings from Magic Wingdom. Oh, like, I just thought that'd be way higher. Love you. it. Yeah. Yeah. Wings, yeah, could be. Yeah, I mean it could be on any given day, and I genuinely crave it like a pregnant woman <laughs> on a hangover. <laughs> it is like itching with me but yeah. there's nowhere in Stratford that does good wings no. and you know Leamington's too far yeah, for that. Yeah. so if I'm there you know I've only had it take away once I've eaten in there but yeah. fuck it they're so good their yeah, wings yeah, I, do you have to get two yet. so the buffalo yeah. sauce without the Stilton <laughs> um, and then their magic wingdom sauce yeah. I can't remember what's in it but very Asian style mm-hmm. sticky sweet and then there's like sour cream over it as well Lovely. so good do you just go straight up wings no sides no Sometimes I'd have fries or something. Yeah. And on a Wednesday, I think I've only been once, but they do bottomless wings for an hour. So you can just keep going oh, as long as they cook them. But they come. There's three. They're big wings. They that are. is incredible. Yeah, that mini, is too good. An hour of bottom. How many could we do in an you, hour? I don't know. It depends how quick they can send them. I reckon <laughs> I could do three rounds of three because they're quite rich. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, true. But they're, they're very good wings. What a Wednesday night that is. There's a lot of wing places about now, but yeah. you know, there are some shit ones. And there's good ones in London, but there's not a lot around here, really. No, you're right. No, no, good, no. I've, I've not been to wings. Magic. I've not been there yet. You you, you'd so. love it. Yeah. You'd love oh, Magic Wing. We should go. We'll go. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. We'll get a date. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> just record the next. Just record the next. <laughs> we'll even tell them. We'll just bring an extension cable, set up, yeah. have our wings, record just our just top five wings. Sloppy chat. Yeah. Um, Okay. So this one I'm, I'm torn on, but I've I've gone the dirty route. So pizza, um, yeah, as much they they're not better than a quality pizza like a Napoli, a, yeah, yeah, you know, Corte Campania or or even you know, Red Hot Mom was good. I went recently, yeah, um, anything like that. But I'm I'm going with Domino's for the takeaway, yeah, you know, that Moorish comforting. It has to be an American hot, yeah, as the best. I like a lot of theirs, but American hot's a one. There's no shame in that. Uh, no, it does not. I think Domino's so is... So comforting. Yeah, it is really comforting. I think Domino's is quite clever because it somehow manages to get... Not many things get away with not being that authentic. Yeah. But still get a bit of a... But still get like a good reputation. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like they don't pretend to be authentic pizzas. No, no. They, and they're not the, branding themselves in an Italian way no, or anything. They're just... No, not at all. We're Domino's. This is what we do. Yeah. yeah. It, we know it's not really pizza, but we know you'll fucking love it. Like, yeah, yeah you're right. I fucking yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a really niche thing. It's good. It's yeah. clever what they they're onto. It is. It works. Yeah, I um, loads of people feel I, I, it's a bit like the whole um, you know, like people get up in arms about whether you put cream or strawberry jam on first on a mm. scone, whether you're from Devon or whether you're from fucking. Loads of people also get really irate about anything other than a tomato passata base on a pizza. Oh, okay, yeah. So like a white pizza. Yeah, with like the whites, or which obviously is generally cheese, so you'd be a bit pissed off with that. But then also yeah. the barbecue. Yeah, barbecue is a bit sickly bit for me. Sweet, yeah, yeah a bit yeah, sickly. Yeah. yeah, they did one once, and it was like a tandoori kind of sauce at Domino's, and it was really nice. Was it? I think I oh, ordered okay. it by mistake yeah. years ago. Yeah, and it was just fucking lovely. Was it? Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't have it all the time. It no, just caught sure. me off guard. I think. Yeah, yeah. I quite like the half and half they do. Oh yeah, because yeah. then I got best of both worlds. Like if I do want a bit of sweetness, I might have a sticky barbecue one, but then something else. Mm. I think New Yorker is my go-to one there. Yeah, it's not that adventurous, but yeah, is it Haley who doesn't like meat on pizza? Did she say that? Yeah, once? She, yeah. I mean she does, but doesn't. Does, she never. She wouldn't order it, it but nah, she'd, she'd have it if she had it. Ah, right. No, no, no. She's a, yeah, weird like that. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't want meat on a pizza. Fine. Yeah, I am um, actually the the mighty meaty one is a bit. Is that the one with the giant meatballs on? 
Um, I think so. Yeah, that's that's almost too too, too clumsy. Overkill. Yeah, too yeah. clumsy. Yeah, it's got to be flat. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be flat. Yeah, it's like too high. Mm. Yeah, cool, great. So number three, go on. Um, Chinese, so English yeah. Chinese. Ooh, okay, you know. it's not only number three. And did you did you see the um uh, the, all the controversy? It was like TikTok and Instagram recently. Oh, but Americans, Americans freaking out because yeah. we call it a Chinese, yeah. trying to say it's racist. Yeah. Like, You're having a Chinese? <laughs> it's just bad grammar and shit. Like yeah, but no, it's no, it's part of the culture though. Isn't and it? I think most people are well aware that this is this is not Chinese food. No, this is English Chinese created and cooked. By Chinese people hmm. that come over for an English open audience. takeaways, yeah. not restaurants, for an yeah. English audience. It's and it's very unique and specific to us. Yeah. It's not authentic Chinese food, but it's it's what it is. It's yeah. its own thing. Absolutely. I think it's easy to then be ashamed by that. Yeah. It's, like it's not the true thing. But it's like, well, it isn't and it isn't. No, because yeah. that's how it's evolved over time in this country from and it's people not, who emigrated a long time ago. It's not us appropriating it. No, no, exactly. Chinese people coming and, and doing it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it it's its own thing. It's not yeah. Chinese, it's not English, it's Chinese English takeaway food. It's like I remember what like when I was younger watching like episodes of Friends and they would have like Chinese out mm. at Monica and Rachel's apartment or whatever, and they all had chopsticks and yeah. they all came in those upright yeah. cartons. And I was like, That's not what the fuck? What yeah, the fuck it always freaked me out as well. It should be low plastic yeah. lid containers or, and a or fork. The tin, <laughs> or the tin foil with a cardboard yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, with a cardboard top. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's just a cultural, that's just how it's all panned out, isn't it really? What's exactly. your order though? What's your, do so, you, do you tend to, do you t- generally tend to order the same thing when you have takeaways? Um, yeah, but I'll, I'll differ with a few items okay. and I'll always over-order because Chinese yeah, always is going in the fridge and then after a few beers, a few hours later, I'm nibbling. Yeah. In the, I'm having a fridge buffet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. I absolutely love that. But yeah, Charmaine, yeah. how special Charmaine, which is just fridge content. So you find a bit of prawn. <laughs> is that duck or pork? I don't know. Don't care. Don't care. That might be beef. Yeah, I'm loving it. <laughs> And they've got to be the big Charmaine noodles, not the really fine ones. Yeah, yeah. Bean sprouts and, yeah, that real soy MSG sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely. Um, Now, this is called different things in different restaurants, because I'm not really a fan of sweet and sour chicken, but it's either called generally Hong Kong-style sweet and sour or Cantonese-style. Yeah, Cantonese is how I know it. And it's like, you know, those really overcooked battered pieces of chicken that are chewy and delicious, rolled in a sauce so it's sticky, chewy, and just fucking delicious yeah, I mean that good. veg can go the raw peppers that now oh, seem yeah. to be fully cooked yeah, in there get rid of them yeah, um, but yeah just sauce, that yeah. it's the sauce and that chewy chicken that yeah. you'd never you'd never cook chicken like that at home no. it's so, so overcooked yeah, yeah. it's brilliant but it still works somehow doesn't yeah. it and it's like and the batter can sometimes be very thick mm. but that's alright because sometimes the chicken might fall out yeah and you're left with and you can fill that with rice. You can get oh, you want about the ball one? Oh yeah, is that not what no, you mean? No, I want about they, these are tiny little, oh. tiny small like what s- smaller than oh, your finger. Oh, uh, sorry, I know what you mean. So yeah, they're yeah, rolled yeah. in the sauce and they're really chewy. I'm not keen on the balls. No, so they're like shredded. Yeah, it's yeah sh- shredded, battered, beef. fried, and yeah. then you throw the sauce in sorry, and stir yeah. fry it. Yeah yeah, 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 no, got you, got you. But, um, yeah, that's good. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Um, sometimes like hoisin duck wraps. Um, but there, I might have a curry type thing like a um, uh, like a beef and oyster sauce or okay, yeah, yeah nice. beef and black bean sauce and then I'm always having chips are you? yeah like wow. no matter I've lived in quite a few different places around the UK Chinese chips always taste yeah 
a certain way. Yeah, they you do. You don't yeah. get them anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, they are and good. They're just, they're just lovely with my, a bit of curry sauce and mopping stuff up. Yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? My mum always used to order chips. Yeah. And I'd always have a few of hers because you never finish them. Yeah. But in, in that paper bag. Yeah. Always in a paper bag. And they're always like a flat cut. Yeah, flat cut. <laughs> <laughs> like an oblong. Yeah. Yeah, and, so funny. And I, I, prawn crackers are taking leave. They're all right. Like just, sometimes they can be fucking awful. Sometimes they can, I don't yeah. know what they've done I, I think to them, sometimes but, they're just cooked and bagged well, you, up and left maybe yeah. a day or two. You have one and you bite it. It's like chewing on glass. You're like, yeah. oh, God, what the fuck has happened to this one? <laughs> um, but... But when they're good, yeah, you know, good for mopping up some rice and whatever. Exactly, I'm no That's shame fine. in saying oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm salivating now. That's done it. That's done it. Just the chat of Chinese has absolutely done me. The only other one for me is uh, chicken and cashew nuts. This is one of my favourites. Oh yeah, nice. It's quite well. simple, but it's like there's actually quite a lot of crunchy veg in there, and I just yeah. love the texture of the cashew nuts, and it's like an oystery it's sauce. A nice one. Yeah, really good. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, number two, just a really good chip shop. Just a really good chip. And I like, you say fish and chips. I don't often have the fish. Mm. Like sometimes I do and it's nice. But, you know, if I'm bringing it home and it's been wrapped up, it's yeah. a bit soggy. It always is soggy, yeah. Yeah, so I'll try and get around that. It's, it's a box, it's generally better. But yeah. I always, growing up, it was always a good pie. You know, or oh, just a puka really? pie, which puka is, pie. you know, it's not good pie, but it's no, a sure. tasty pie. Yeah, yeah. Chicken and mushroom, never yeah. kidney. Ne- <laughs> steak and kidney is disgusting. <laughs> oh, it's a smell of piss. Yeah, it does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anything like anything like a battered sausage. Yeah, I love it's one battered of those sausage. Cheap sausages. Yeah, I used to have a savoy when I was a kid, but I don't like them now. No, um, Haley's Haley always has savoy and chips oh, really? every time. I used to love it, but and I she's just she's like when you get now. there, savoy and chips. If they don't have a savoy, I'll have a battered sausage. <laughs> it's like that. Like, the battered time. sausage when it's crunchy oh, it's and so soft good. in the middle. Oh, yeah, so good. Oh, that's reminded me. Have you had a battered Mars bar from? A- no, but I've done my own years ago oh, in kitchens you? to trial it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a bit, a bit syrupy and sickly for me. I have all the sugar merges together and it becomes one. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. bizarre. I had what well, in Edinburgh. I had one because I was like, what was really off-putting was it was the end of the night and it was the same oil. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it had a fishy quality to it, That's and no good. that was f- it was no fucking. Good. If you're gonna do it, you need a separate fry you for your dessert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. but, but it was the, it was the novelty of it. it was the first time I was ever in Edinburgh. Yeah, like there's a group of us up there. A couple of friends had like a show on at the Edinburgh Festival, and we were like going past the fish and chip shop. I was like. We've got to go in and ask. Really. What was yeah. hilarious is that they did everything. They had Snickers, Twix. They were like ready to throw anything in there if you wanted mm. it. Yeah. Uh, bizarre. <laughs> they love it, but, don't uh, they? But yeah. But okay. So generally these days you are going fish and chips if you had to just to go. Yeah. Or, or like um, the one up the road, Clopton Catch. Oh, You've been. Great. It's fucking brilliant. What the best a... chip shop around. Yeah. yeah. Like the Easily. chips are great, really crispy, but chip shoppy still. They're not yep. gone too yep. off piste. Yeah. Their pies... Were they Pie Minister or something? Uh, pie Minister. Pie Minister. Yeah. They're yeah. really good pies. Really good. Fish is good. And they do curry sauce and do Irish curry sauce. What is that? I don't know Irish what they're putting in it, but it's fucking good. Everyone is it talks Guinness? about that. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to ask. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's wow. I, I should look it up, really. But yeah. that Irish curry sauce is the one. Yeah, man. I, good quality tartar sauce, not a shit sachet that's really sweet and sickly. 100%. It's, Ta- just, it's just a really good chip shop. Everyone always has a go at me because it sounds posh, but... Tartar sauce is my favourite with fish and chips. Oh, it's the one. And it's also, it's just better mayonnaise. And there's actually loads of places where I would take mayonnaise out and replace it with tartar sauce. Yeah. Because it's just a better, it's just got more going on for exactly. it than mayo. It's May- got some texture. Yeah, and exactly. Capers and gherkins oh, and all that flavour. I yeah. love that. I love that. Oh. Um, the fish and chips at the Mariners. Yes. 
that might be the best I've ever had. And yeah. they have and you the know, flowers do a good one like homemade well. three separate pots, mushy peas, tartar sauce, curry sauce, yeah. all in you don't ask for them obviously, it's just yeah, there. It's comes. just like it is more do you want? as good as it gets. Yeah. So that's number two. Yeah. Well, is number one obvious then? Or no? Well, I think it would be. It's gotta be an Indian though. Yeah. It's it is. got an Indian. Like it's great yeah. and it's just so nostalgic to me. Like yeah. growing up in pubs, I used to even when I mean I was like what? Same age as Esme now, a younger, nine, ten years old. Mm. I'd be waiting for all the customers to go, and mum and dad would always have a stay back. Yeah. And, you know, with the regulars there and the musicians and stuff in the dorm, and they'd all be drinking, and I'd just sneak down. And I'd just edge closer, <laughs> and then they wouldn't let me in. And then there was a bench, like, before the bar that I'd just go and lay on, and I fell asleep a few times. And they'd be like, what's he doing here? <laughs> Out of bed in his oh, pajamas. Yeah, and I'd great. just sneak through, and then it just become, I was always part of the lockdown. My yeah. brother, not lockdown, lock him. My, my brother never really got involved, but I did. And, you know, it was just all this. I loved that drunken banter and loved yeah. them. They were boozing and stuff, but yeah. it was always B. I'd be like, Dad, are we getting a curry tonight? Yeah. No, no. And then now later, you just know because it's pissed. We'd go and get one. Yeah, we'd walk around to... The, so- the song and dance of shall we get one, shan't we get one is yeah. part of getting one. Exactly. Because like, I always knew we were And it could be all day it. you're doing that song and dance. He might not have, but if I've planted that seed <laughs> yeah. to a drunken man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we'd walk yeah. down the alley to the back, to Bombay Palace yeah. and... You know, it'd do what different things. Classic all the time. name for an, for an Indian in England. That so I start, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I started with masalas, which I can't eat now; they're too sweet. But and then it was like I was very soon onto madrasses at like yeah. eleven, twelve. Wow, and yeah, then, that's early. Uh, chicken tikka wraps with naan bread, but with a chili naan yeah. and that. Yeah, so wow. I loved a bit of heat. Yeah, um, but yeah, now I'd have probably one between one or two curries, a danzak. You know, lamb yeah. and curry is just, it's one of the best meats for curry. Yeah, La- I always have Without lamb every doubt. time, yeah. Dantac's normally one that comes with like pineapple chunks in it and stuff, is that? Randomly, yeah. I think that's another, that's I a thing that's been changed. I always associate Dantac's with pineapple. Yeah, reason. it shouldn't be traditionally. No. It's a dal with the lamb cooked in it and should traditionally be on the bone. Yeah. Northern India, it's a, actually a traditional Sunday lunch. Yeah. Fantastic oh, really? when it's wow. done like authentically. Yeah. But I do like a, you know, just a normal like trend curry type one as yeah. well. Um, or a boona. Chicken tikka boona through it. Have you thought about my boonas? I just, <laughs> I always think of Gavin. Anytime I hear boona, I think of uh, Gavin and Stacey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, boona's classic. Yeah. That's oh, lovely. Uh, yeah, what are your sides? What are your accompaniments? Um, so I'm having mushroom fried rice. Oh. I just yeah. like the texture of mushrooms yeah. through it. It's just normal rice. Boiled rice is boring. Boring, yeah. Um, pilau and, or pilaf and stuff like that. Pilau is nice. Like, yeah. but um, yeah, I'm going mushroom yeah. is the choice. Kimanan. Can I just stop you there? Yeah. I'm going to throw. Oh, should I throw them under the bus or not? I'm not going to throw them under the bus and name them, but I know they listen. Yeah. Right. I've known someone to order a takeaway, and every time they do, they go get the Indian. They never order rice, and then they cook their own rice at home because they think, well, if I'm just going to order a board rice anyway. I'd rather save £2.50 <laughs> and boil my own rice at home and then t- time it so that when they deliver oh. the curry, you've done your rice time at home. It. That's too much that. admin for me. <laughs> it's way too much. Even though I know, obviously, I could do that, but it's too much admin. Yeah. When, I'm, when I'm ordering a takeaway, yeah. it's because I can't be bothered. It's because I want to have no input. I want it done in, yeah, <laughs> rice, two, three quid, whatever. Send it. Honestly. I need to know who that is. It's so funny, yeah. They know exactly who they are as well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah kimanan like again more lamb in yeah. there plain naan's always good i don't go like peshwari's gross 
too just sweet weird oh okay yeah weird for me it's too going yeah. too much into dessert yeah um, i i don't i don't mind it if i've got like a quite a hot curry though because if they're hot, you know salty and hot yeah. if i have a little bit of pishwari in there i quite yeah. like the sweetness with it see that's what i'm getting from the yogurt yeah. On the oh, side. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Keema's the one. Yeah. But or a plain. I might yeah. have a garlic or a chili. Yeah. Garlic can be a bit strong sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Um. Load of poppadoms. Yeah. Fucking oh, way poppadoms. more than I need. Yeah. 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 We they're, they're, I'm going back later for them. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, do you know what? this is? This is so weird. But I don't know how we sort of start this. But when me and Hay have a takeaway, right? We'll still like sit up, sit up to the table, nice and for you. Go that classic thing. I'll go get it. You set the table. Yeah. And then come back, and then we we put we leave everything on the side in in its cartons, mm. and we'll do just the poppadoms. Yeah. And have them as like starters. Yeah. So we'll just get poppadoms and all the relishes and stuff in the yeah. middle. We'll just sit there and have them for twenty thirty minutes, <laughs> and then we we'll go. I could have just had that, and then we'll go back up yeah. to the countertop and get our curry. Yeah. See, I'm getting it all out. My poppadoms are just. Really? I'm just, doing them all at the same time. They're right. going in the curry. They're going everywhere. Yeah, lovely, I wouldn't be lovely. able to wait if I could smell that curry. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, and then maybe some onion barges, nice crispy ones on the side, and obviously nice. all the all the dips. Like, I'm not not mad for lime pickle. No, no. no. I, I know some people love it, but it has to be the yogurt. It has to be the onion salad. Sometimes in a bag, a sack of of salad that's really that's like steamed in its own. It's like, like a doggy poo bag. It's isn't horrible. It? <laughs> yeah, and getting out is the hardest job in the world. Yeah, because you tear it and then you sort of like goes it the wrong sort of way, like dribbles and falls. That is the most ungainly thing ever. And sometimes it's a bit warm. It's like is this fermenting? <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah. It's yeah. just been left on top of the hot plate. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Bagged up all day. Ostilita. It. yeah and that that all of that yeah yeah, yeah mate, all like, of that can't stuff. go wrong so it is it's nostalgic it's tasty it's one of the most comforting foods for me yeah yeah same i, I think that's the, the most common takeaway hey and i order is is indian yeah i don't have it much anymore it's very no. rare no yeah i might get it with marie but you know it's not something i order on my own because you just yeah. end up ordering too much but again similarly sort of saying about um, having a Chinese, it's sort of you know the ang- it is a different product here. Isn't it is, it? and that's sort of fine. It doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just different. But we should acknowledge that. We should yeah. say that there's a difference. But yeah. it doesn't mean one's right or wrong either. And no, and you it get just, like, it is what it is. I think there's more direct comparisons than perhaps Chinese. Yeah, like your dansak. Like I was speaking about how it's you know got that northern Indian, but the dish is very different. But it's kind of yeah been warped and changed. Um, yeah, but there's a lot that are just ours and. If like person who spoke about it most interestingly on this pod was Akhtar oh, yeah. and talking about yeah. how, you know, in India the just to recap it, it's better to listen to him, but like he was talking about how India it was women who did the cooking very uh-huh. traditionally, but then over here the men opened the restaurants. So they were it wasn't just a fact of right, let's change this for the English cuisine. And they were doing a lot of things wrong. Yeah. And just trying to just get through and they, co- were, they were businessmen first. They would they would you know. run that as a business. The women were still cooking at home, yeah, but they were funny. cooking yeah. the business and running the restaurant to so doing things is like oh i think my mum used to do it like this or like that yeah, yeah. it's fascinating so quite interesting that evolution yeah and we've always assumed it's just oh let's dumb it down for the brits yeah 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 you're right but it's almost more organically happened than that not yeah. deliberately it's yeah just, the, the only thing that gets me and we've spoken about this before is like sometimes you go somewhere and like say you've got a tikka masala i've got a dansak you've got a this you've got a that the spice blend is obviously different mm. in all of them and there might be like more coconut milk in one or more tomatoes in another. But then the the colour difference should basically be on a spectrum of sort of a darkish red to a brown. Mm. But some places you go, it's like pink, yellow, 
like mad colors like, yes. obvious, like mental yeah and it's like but there's like t- two spices difference between my dish and yours yours, yeah. yours is green mine's blue what the yeah. fuck um they, the no, place when, like that is a bit like okay, it is when i was in college there was an indian lad on the catering course i was on and he used to sometimes work in his uncle's takeaway or restaurant um and he'd come in and sometimes his hands were bright red <laughs> and they were like don't use gloves and he was like mixing up so like the teacup, and it was yeah. like neon red and his hands were just stained with mental. it mental and the lecturer's like use gloves mate like, yeah, you know? yeah fucking crazy <laughs> yeah oh man that's a good one so top five was what number five so number five was wings yeah, magic wings. window yeah um, I'm gonna put that specifically as a place then pizza but we're talking dominoes yeah dominoes is the best of the you know, it's better than Papa John's and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, then Chinese. Yeah. Then a good chip shop. Yeah. And then Indian. Indian. Great. You know, can't go standard. Wrong. Can't go wrong. I'm fucking salivating now. Mm. It's always tough after a top fives. Thanks very much for that, mate. That was very, very good. What have you got for me? Uh, for you, I was struggling with this. Um, I think we need to put it out there, get more ideas in okay. as well. Yeah, do you um, want to do that? Yeah, well, I think then, I think I'll do it later. Yeah, yeah cool. Uh, there's loads. Some of them are inappropriate. Obviously. <laughs> um, but I was thinking like your favorite because somebody put it was lewis baldwin anglin um, restaurants within 20 miles of salt but i think if we extend that sort Ooh. of your favorite sort of local restaurants or okay. pubs or whatever and why like yeah, really yeah. your okay. top five of that yeah really yeah. good okay yeah, don't have to keep it within 20 like yeah, sure. but if you want to yeah. like, you would go there in an evening and not have to stay yeah like, that, that, that's 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 probably yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah can easily get get home cool okay nice mm. perfect very excited to do that that's great um as i mentioned before always send us your ratings reviews and questions we love reading them out as we have done today at the nightcap underscore pod on twitter instagram all the usual places and you can rate and review us on apple Podcasts and spotify too wherever you are have you listening thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you next week yeah brilliant see you later Thanks so much for downloading the Nightcap podcast. We appreciate the support and we'd love to know that you are enjoying the pod. And now you can become a proud member of the Nightcap podcast tribe. Along with our weekly catch-ups and up-and-coming series with more amazing guests, we've created some bespoke Nightcap podcast clothing, which you can get online now. We've teamed up with our friends at T-Mill to create t-shirts and hoodies in various sizes, colours and fits for both men and women. Yeah, we chose T-Mill for several reasons. They make these clothes with 100% natural materials using organic materials that are better for the environment. They use the sun and wind to power the production of these products, plus they will send you your order in packaging made from plants, not plastics. And the best thing is they look great and they feel great. You can just tell their quality so there's no knockoff merch here. Yeah, it's as simple as this. Go to thenightcap.tmill.com. That's thenightcap.tmill.com to order your Nightcap podcast merch now.